Hello, everyone, and welcome to Third Eye with Lorelai. I'm your host, Lorelai, where we talk all things metaphysics. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, I'm going to have you say a couple things, so go ahead and say some things. I'm not confused. I take vitamins. I take vitamins. let's let's talk about some astrology shall we so um so normally I do like a crystal and a quote but we're just gonna chat about astrology because I feel like we're gonna have like a nice lengthy conversation (laughs) because oh so much we're gonna try and keep it to as minimal tangents as possible but no promises (laughs) Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I make promises on that. I'll try. I'll try my best. You do your best. So with with all of my discussions and things, whenever I bring somebody new on, I ask them to tell us about your empathic journey and how you knew that you were an empath and all the things so that people can relate to your awesomeness. My experience. Oh, I should tell him that your name. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> who Who the hell are you, and what are you doing really? on my podcast? <laughs> Hi, my name is Danielle. Um, I love Laura, so I'm here. Yay! Um, we are like the best to spring. Yeah. How do I even explain that? Like how we know each other. The backstory between the Valkyrie and the mermaid. That's right. (laughs) You being the Valkyrie, me being the mermaid. I don't think I've ever disclosed that one on my podcast before. They're like, wait, who that? Who that is? So we met when we went to go visit a psychic medium friend, and it was like that soul bond connection. I've talked about that on my podcast before about having soulmates and soul contracts and all that thing. And it, you know, I tried to, to describe some of that to people, you know, like the difference between a soulmate and a twin flame. And I didn't really understand what that felt like until I met you. And it was like, oh, that's what that that is. (laughs) Like, I recognize, okay, I've read about this. And I was just kind of like, okay, like, that doesn't really, Mm. you know, like, hit with me until I met you. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. That's it. Literally everything that, like, we do together, it just, it makes sense. Uh Uh-huh. But there's, like, no, like, romantical, Uh -uh. you know. It's just, like, this really cool connection thing yes and i don't know how to explain it yes well it's just like a very deep knowing like we've known each other for a very long time like our soul dust or you know whatever you believe in right yeah like our soul dust has floated around the universe many times many times we've had that connection we've done and so you know and it's i think it's one of those things where it's different when you feel like it's deja vu with people you meet someone and they're like, oh, 
oh, I've, I feel like I've met you before. Like you look very familiar for you. It's like, oh, I know who you are. Like mm-hmm. you, <laughs> I remember your whole being. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that and was not just bits and pieces, like the whole, yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. So that's, so that's us. That's us <laughs> interestingly enough. And we've just kind of did our thing from there and just yeah. kind of uncovered all the things. And, and here we are. Here so, we are. so for, for you, just for you though, what has been your journey into realizing that you had like, So let's see, my dad passed away when I was really young. Mm -hmm. Um, And so after that was kind of my first experience with spirits. Mm -hmm. Um, And from there, I think I was just kind of open to the idea of like, okay, there's something else in the world that doesn't make sense to me. And I'm like open to it, basically. Right. Because I was like, you know, six or seven. Mm -hmm. Um, So a little young to really be like, oh, my God, the universe, you know, this big thing that makes sense. Um, So after that, I think it was people telling me, you know, you have an old soul because hmm. I would have really deep intuitive conversations with people, like pick up on things that they were going through in their lives and what was really bothering them and like asking them like things that basically like reading them almost hmm. without knowing that that's what I was doing. Hmm. So I think that that was kind of like my first, like, Oh, I think maybe there's something to that when I started kind of growing up and learning what that really was yeah. more in my spirituality. Mm-hmm. Um, that that like opened that door for me. And so I've kind of just grown it a little bit over the years and definitely more recently and mm-hmm. with you. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's been a great journey since then, but I think that was kind of the, the uh, ignition. Yes, the, the catalyst. Of, yes. The catalyst. Yes. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking I about. I do. I do. As we do. As we do. As Finish we each do. Sandwich. Sandwich. <laughs> and now we're all singing Frozen. I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, sorry, not Just sorry. Just let it go. Just uh-huh. let it go. Oh, no. <laughs> let it go into the unknown. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. We need to stop now. Okay. <laughs> Tangent. Yes. Um, okay. All right. Keep me on track. Keep you keep uh, keep us on track. So anyway, astrology is like one of the things that I feel like most people, when they think of spirituality, that's like one of the first things they, they think of is, mm-hmm. oh, is that like predicting the future? Like, what's my sign and all that sort of things. But I feel like astrology, as I, I know that you know, has a much more interesting meaning than just this is what's going to happen for you because this is what's happening in the cosmos today right there is there is there's this thing that happens when each person is born and when they take their first breath and all of the alignments of the stars and the situation that they're in in the sky actually has a very profound meaning to all of us as individuals and it is interesting reading some of this stuff how much all of it sort of makes sense for every individual person. And I like reading about astrology, not just in our sun sign, which is like what we all relate to. Like, what's your sign? Oh, it's Aries. Oh, it's Libra. I think that just that definition alone isn't enough to tell us who, like give us a good interpretation of who we are, right? Because we have 
the sun sign, our moon sign, and our rising sign. And if we have those three, I feel like that snapshot is way better than Mm -hmm. just the sun sign. And it fine-tunes the details, basically. Yes. Yes. Now, did I – I think I sent you that birth chart thing. Did I not? Did I not send it to you? You did. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, So do you remember your sun, moon, and rising? You might even know it already. I probably have it. Um, But no, I don't. And I looked at the definitions, but I didn't save them. No, don't worry about it. Let me see. Well, there's that human design chart that I sent you, but that whole (laughs) – Oh, that's a that's deep, deep. That's deep, deep. That's all kinds of delicious information that is going to be. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. So obviously your son's in Sag, so Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. We all we know you're Saggy, mm-hmm. and your rising is in Gemini. Interesting. Uh huh. And your so your your sun and your moon is in Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. You're like all kinds of saggy. <laughs> yeah, with a tinge of Capricorn because I'm a cusp, and then my rising is the isn't it? I think rising Gemini. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Gemini. Which um, is always weird because it's like the other solstice. Yep, it's mm-hmm. like literally right on that. Yeah, right on the. Whoa, that explains a lot. <laughs> and that's not that funny. Yeah, I. I <laughs> I love that so, so mm-hmm. much. So like, um, but that's what I mean about like having all of those kind of intertwined because it's not just like, oh, you're a Sagittarius. Well, you're more than just that, even though, you know, you're pretty mm-hmm. solidly Sagittarius because you Mostly. have a sun yeah. and moon in Sagittarius. But mm-hmm. but because you have your rising sign in Gemini, that brings another piece of it together. So we're going to talk about the astrology signs, like all the different signs that are in the zodiac. But then, you know, well, if you don't, I'll talk about my astrology, like my sun, moon, and rising, and then your sun, moon, and rising, and see, like, oh, well, that's why it makes how you how you feel about that, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, I've talked about like the different houses and and uh, different things like that, and it's super super interesting how those intertwine with the zodiac make it even a more fine-tuned chart just like the human design chart at the astrology mm-hmm. chart is also like jam-packed full of information that can be a little overwhelming but also incredibly informative right it is so cool i feel like each each aspect of it really just is it like another filter that almost like narrows it down even mm-hmm. more like you're just adding like more and more and more and it's like yeah this specifically applies to you like here you go so the house is like yeah it'll probably be like a because people are always like oh it's so general and i'm like yeah well what filter are you using and are you using only one and like does it you know yeah it's general when you're utilizing one of those generic apps that tells you oh for pisces (laughs) this is what you should expect today but i mean the daily ones don't apply to me as much. I feel like it's more the like characteristic, like this is the way that I act. And when you come into the earth is a huge thing. I know we're going to talk about that, but like. Dude, right? Yeah. I mean, it makes a huge difference. Okay. So for this podcast in particular, I feel like I've been doing um, a lot of different like research from listening to other podcasts. 
and kind of like getting notes on what other people said. And one one podcast in particular that I really love, um, she was talking, she had a, a whole episode related to just the signs. And while, while I was listening to it, I felt like she had a really good grasp of the different astrology signs and like just from her own experience. And I was like, hmm, I love that like a lot. So. <laughs> Yeah, I can dig dig it. So I I took some notes on what she said. And then I have this book called The Secret Language of Birthdays by Gary Mm -hmm. Goldschneider and Juiced Elfers. And literally, this book was a huge part of my awakening process in a way, because I got this when I was like a teenager. Oh, my God. I know, because I thought it was so interesting looking into and they have it's a huge book and it goes over every single day of the year and its significance that's so cool right i'm like i love the whole concept of having everything having a very specific meaning and there's a reason for it all and i Mm -hmm. love look and they even have like each day has its own tarot card I'm kind of in love with that. I mean, obviously. Yeah, I think that's cool. I can't help that, like, at all. (laughs) Okay. So here we go. I'm going to start with Aquarius because we are in the dawning of the age of Aquarius. (laughs) Right. And so Aquarius people are between, are born between January 21st and February 19th. Right. And... Um, what I got from these are their inventors, geniuses. They usually are um, ones that create change paradigms in society. They are investigators, <laughs> overanalyzers, and can be <laughs> loners or outcasts due to their uh, devil may care attitude. They they have they have a bubble. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Mm-hmm. not so interested in people i feel like they're very selective about who enters and who like you know what i mean in the bubble yes. they're very fiercely independent and the the one person that i always think of who's an aquarius is bob marley that is a really good representation yeah. right you're either in or you're out and like he had his like tribe that he would just do his thing with but very seldomly like he was a loner yeah yeah but he still facilitated massive societal change mm-hmm. in his music and in his way of life and who he was. And I'm like, oh, dear God, yes. That, yeah, makes, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. But merely. Um, and then yep. from the book, it says, those born under the sign often have a reputation for all, all sorts of idiosyncratic behavior. Trying to outguess the sign often proves to be an impossible task. Aquarians should be given as much latitude as possible to exercise their imaginative powers and placed under as few restrictions as possible. Mm-hmm. I just see like this little Aquarius person kicking and screaming if you try and give them. <laughs> no change that I did not request. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. This is my world and I'm living in it. Yeah. This is how I want it. Thanks. This, this is how it's supposed to be. Love it. Leave it. I don't care. Take it, don't. I don't care. I'm don't even care. <laughs> I think I, the Aquarius that always comes up to me is my grandpa, the one that just passed. Yes. And he, yeah, very much just like a very, you know, proud little Irishman that like 
wanted to tell you about his 15 minutes of like fame playing for Notre Dame and then would just be like, okay, bye. And like yeah. <laughs> off in his own little, like super independent, drove trucks for a living, like very independent job. It's like pretty, yeah. Yeah. Consistent. He's like, hey, yo, listen, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna mess things up for you real quick and then I'm gonna go. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no big you. deal. Yeah. No big deal. It'll be fine. Y'all, y'all will figure life out, I suppose. Bust my way in here and then dip out. And then dip out. See you later. I don't even care. <laughs> okay, so some other things that I love about this book is they actually have Aquarius stones and uses, colors, Ooh. body areas. They even have like Aquarius keys and compositions for music. Like, oh. say what? That's. I wish I would have known that in choir. <laughs> you were in choir too? Yeah. Me too. Of course. Of course you were. Of course. Uh, you don't say. You don't <laughs> say. Oh my God. <laughs> Just tack that on the list. Synchronicity. Synchronicity. <laughs> okay. I need a jingle for every time that, that like happens. Like a do-do. Like, like, another one. Like, oh, there's another one. Maybe I'll yeah, find but... one. That'd be freaking awesome. Um, they also have plants, trees, attractions, and notables. And funny enough, there aren't any. Um, they didn't list um, Bob Marley on this one, but I just know that he was because I remember. Yeah. I, I remember. Um, so, Stones and Uses, Amazonite. For opens up inspirational faculties, aquamarine releases emotions, combats depression, hematite helps ground uranian influences, and amber calms restlessness. Yeah, because I guess um, Aquarians are ruled by the planet Uranus. Mm -hmm. It is erratic in, in its motions and is powerful enough to break down any resistance. Mm -hmm. energies must be tamed and guided in the proper direction without dulling their impact so there you go well there you go (laughs) there you have it that makes sense to me yeah (laughs) so yeah i believe um oh so stones for restlessness huh like they have restless minds yes that's why a lot of creators and geniuses and their minds never shut off so a lot of grounding and creative like focusing focus Maybe some mm-hmm. white howlite. Right. Right? Because that kind of like calms down the mind chatter and like brings mm-hmm. it down to like, okay, we're doing this right now. Like a manageable level of creativeness. Yes. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's, this is on the back burner. We're focusing on this right now. <laughs> let's stay presently in here. Um, so one, so a couple of notables is uh, Gina Davis, Lord Byron. Um, Mikhail Barishnikov, Anna Pavlova, uh, Virginia Woolf, hey. Heyo Langston Hughes, uh, mm-hmm. Lewis Carroll was an Aquarius. Wow. That's amazing. Humphrey Bogart, um, W.A. Mozart, and Oprah Winfrey. That makes a lot of sense, actually, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. She is like... I feel Aquarius. like do, big time. Yeah. Okay. So I think that I, I think we're good on Aquarius now, right? Like, yeah. you have any more things to say about Aquarius? No. No. 
I feel like that sums it up. Is that bad? No, um, not even a little bit. I honestly have only known a few Aquariuses. Yeah. I feel like there's certain signs I know a lot of. We were talking about this the other day. Yes. There's a lot of signs that I know a lot of and some that I like hardly meet or just don't know or vibe with well enough to ask, I guess. You know, who's, know. You know who's an Aquarius? Kelly. Kelly is an Aquarius. Dude. Yeah. You see it. You see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know that until the other day. And I was talking about our own world, like, yeah, journey thing. Yep. Yep. Comes and goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to facilitate good, meaningful change, being the one that is like, I'm not worried so much about like individuals as I am about the whole, the whole, the mm-hmm. whole, the whole picture, the greater good, like, the... the biggest impact for everyone. Like... Yes. Mm-hmm. Perfectly said. I agree. Okay, so the next one I'm going to talk about is Aries. I'm not going in order. We're just saying that right now because Aries, we're going backwards or no, forwards a little bit. So Aries is, is March 21st to April 20th. Dem babies born in that time, baby Aries. Aries is funny because I feel like they are the children of the zodiac because they're the very <laughs> beginning like they're just like the babies and their their fieriness and their independentness reminds me of a kid you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like discovering new things and like, like a toddler almost. Yes. Like and ha- learning how to run. Yes. Like a three major, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> very, like very running everywhere. Everywhere. And yeah. And they change their minds super easily. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So some of the notes I took on them is that they're fiercely confident. Yes. Um, not afraid of confrontation. Um, fierce in general. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, no. Natural born leaders. They, yes. And the, super, super loving. Mm-hmm. Extraordinarily honest. Yes. I kind of feel like sometimes that's to a fault where you're like, mm, okay, maybe yeah. maybe we didn't. But a lot need. of these are like overall fire signs, like especially with like the feistiness and like in your faceness, like that's very fire sign. But Aries is like, I th- when I think of Aries, I think of like a fire sign. Like that's, they're just the, the, the epitome of a fire sign. Like yes. you talk about that feistiness that like they have nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> to like hold them back or calm them down. Like, no, like, oh, kind of earthy, but no. Okay, I kind of feel like which also they're like with, with that fire sign, like what you're saying is like when their conf- their confidence levels is through the roof. <laughs> yeah. So they're almost like, come at me and see what happens. I will burn you yeah. to the ground. Like I have my own gas. Like you don't yeah. even need to bring any. Just like tell me to drop it and I'll just explode. Okay. Like I will take you down. Whatever it is. Very passionate. Yes. For like probably no reason at all. But like just. For the sake of being passionate. All the time. Like yeah. just. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Okay. Prone to holding grudges. Yes. Dude stubborn stubborn um chaotic energy just like you were saying with the fire sign super (laughs) chaotic deeply loved but also oh deep deeply loving but also holds in intense grudges yeah i already said that um 
So some of the stuff that the book says is they're spontaneous, frank, and open, but also self-centered and willful. Mm -hmm. They look at the world with awe and wonder, and Aries do not seek approval to bolster their egos, but rather demand that others pay attention to them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Since they know the value of what they have to offer, um, so they they have a strong desire to lead, and self-doubt is poison to Aries, and Aries would do well with strong introspective work. Mm -hmm. They are very, like, my way, the highway, like... Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I have to say, if you are an Aries listening to this and you're just like, dude, I don't feel like I'm that bad. It's, I know. It's not, that, it's not bad, but also understand. You know what we're getting? Like- yeah. Yeah. Your moon and rising can also tamper a lot of that. Like my, yeah. one of my brother-in-laws, he, he is an Aries, but he is not like this super. No. Yeah, like he's not even remotely self-centered. He is very deeply loving, but I do he- see he's a super leadership type, like very much, a, yeah, a born leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does have a lot of chaotic energy, I will say that. Yeah, like, and that's okay. Yeah. Like, like, trust me, okay, there are people, and let me just get this out of the way, because <laughs> do some it. of these... These are people that we've had like our own personal experiences with too. So we're like, yep, I see that part. And yep, I see that part. And like, I obviously had them in my life at some point. So I know what the benefits and the, like what I'm dealing with are basically yes. like, and we all have those. We all so, have those. <laughs> I just think it's interesting that these affect certain groups of people so much based on the energy that they came into the world with. Yes. So that's like, Yeah. Yeah. That's the cool part. So that's all. That's all. No bad, no bad vibes. Yeah, no bad vibes. And, you know, everybody has their has their shadow and has the things yeah. that they're working with. And trust me, we're going to get to mine. And <laughs> mine. it's about as cute as Aries being self-centered. So. It happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there it is. And, and Aquarians being aloof. Like, that's just how, that's just how the way it goes. Mm-hmm. We all have the things. And it is what yep. it is. Okay, so for Aries, their stones yes. and uses, because it all comes back to the crystal babies, right? Because <laughs> we, we love our crystal babies. We love them. They're so great. So diamonds mm-hmm. enhance self-confidence because they really need that. Right. <laughs> I haven't met an Aries without any confidence. Like right. That. I have yet to meet one. Right. They're, they've got it in spades. It's just kind of inherently there. <laughs> Um, and damn, their, their, their stones are all really like the precious stones. So it's like, well, mm-hmm. best of luck on buying some of these, my friends, my Aries friends, because that's, right. you're going to be spending some money. Because the next one is Ruby. Mm-hmm. It raises, raises a fighting spirit. I mean, do we need that? Are we like uh, encouraging? <laughs> I know. We're encouraging the bad behavior right now. <laughs> and then Emerald helps communication. Perhaps from a heart center, right? Because I generally feel like when we when we look at communication stones, they're usually blue because that opens your throat chakra, right? But I feel like this is particularly interesting because green is always associated with your heart center. So maybe that is particularly good for them because instead of it coming from a maybe a um, <laughs> just a throat, <laughs> maybe this is coming from a higher area since it's your heart center. You know what I mean? Like right. a yeah. 
And the last one is amethyst, which relieves headaches. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lots of tension. I feel like the one thing I have noticed with Aries is that they hold a lot in. Mm. And so they're very tense. And that's, it, it comes with explosive. It's a fire sign thing. Right. Um, speaking as, you know, a Sagittarius, too. yeah. I know. <laughs> but they, yeah, hold a lot in. So those headaches, I mean, the amethyst is good for all of that. Yeah. Letting, mm -hmm. it, letting it go and things. Um, okay. So they, um, it says Aries colors, all shades of red. Mm -hmm. rad i love that um so notable aries leonardo da vinci saint mm -hmm. uh let's see uh jane goodall billy holiday hey. i love that Ooh, marlon brando mm -hmm. marlon brando charlie chaplin vincent van gogh bach j.s bach bet Bette Davis, and Hans Christian Andersen. Wow. I know. So these are kind of like older notables. I mean, still right. like super amazing people, but I feel I mean, like. Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. 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 And Bach, dude. And Bach, yeah. Leonardo da Vinci. Damn. Big changes. Big change people. Right? That's what mm -hmm. I'm saying. Oh, and you know, one thing I wanted to put in also is some of the, okay, so. I want to say the attraction signs because I think those are interesting. The one caveat here is just because they are, that is their sun sign doesn't mean that like you can't be attracted to any other sign because it, yeah. it says in here that I, as a Pisces, generally don't uh, mesh well with other fire signs like Sagittarius mm -hmm. but all well, of me. my yeah all of my serious <laughs> relationships in my life have been with Sagittarius apart from my husband who's a Gemini so I don't really get what that's all about but whatever <laughs> it uh, girl <laughs> yes Look, we just talk about the patterns all right the majorities oh my god so many the patterns are my favorite things to look at and mm. that's that is in my chart so um going back Aquarius <laughs> Aquarius attractions are Aries, Gemini, and Libra. So sorry, Aquarius, if I missed that out, but at least I caught it early. Um, yeah. And then Aries attractions are Gemini, Leo, Libra, and Scorpio. Wow, they love in everybody. They love in everybody. And I like mm -hmm. how it's a, kind of a mix because Libra is an air and Scorpio is a water. And then mm -hmm. Leo is another, I think Leo is another fire sign, right? It is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that pretty much covers Aries, yeah. Do you have any other things to say about the Ram? No, I think that that's a good description. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I did I did I did my 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 research. I tried yes. anyway. Good. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for moral support and hopefully like funny commentary that's, that's exactly it that's exactly <laughs> the thing and you know well, whatever you know different things like real life experience you know yeah. what I mean? Because I have lots of those. You do. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the next one is cancer. Like I, like I said, I'm going all, all around here. So if uh, cancer people are born between June 22nd and July 22nd, and the notes I took on them, they are super gentle, loving, very organized, Okay, mm -hmm. so I have a lot of cancer people in my life. And that is one thing I notice with 
every single one of them. My bestest mm-hmm. friend in particular is a cancer and she is like, let me tell you, Leah is like, she loves mm-hmm. her, she likes, be, like, okay, so she just moved yeah. into her house and she has, uh, everything is boxes. And it's so funny because I'm looking at it and I'm getting anxious thinking like, oh, all that stuff to do. Oh my, and she's looking at it and being like, I get to organize all of this. I get to put it exactly where it's supposed to go. <laughs> and that to me is like super cancer. Uh, yeah, they're really, um, really good compartmentalizers. Mm-hmm. Like very good. Like even if they're not good at organizing their physical things, yes. like they're very good at managing basically. Like yes, putting things where they're supposed to go. Oh my God. That is yeah. that is like a brilliant. They are really good at compartmentalizing. My mom's a cancer, and mm-hmm. she is like the queen of compartmentalization, good mm-hmm. and bad, right? I mean, it's yeah. it's a it's a work in progress. But like they, yeah. I think that's why they're really good in managerial type positions because mm-hmm. they're really good at looking at all the variables and also compartmentalizing some of what their own emotions Feelings. are. Yeah, yeah, and then offloading them later in like a very healthy way mm-hmm. but they put themselves in other people's shoes too in order to do that yes and that's where like that gentle like very caring person comes in but then they're like okay but is that relevant like i feel it with you but is that important right now yeah they're very balanced in the head heart for the most part mm-hmm. um they can be they can be a bit resentful but mm-hmm. they're also very hardworking. Very sweet, inviting, easy to love, nurturing, like you said, and can be a little overly sensitive. Now, granted, mm-hmm. I feel like that is not every single cancer because I do feel... I know some tough cancers. Yeah. But I also feel like when it comes down to like really feeling their emotions, like they're all into f- feeling that. Yes. All into feeling. Consuming feeling. Yeah. <laughs> all consuming feelings. <laughs> Um, so some of the stuff that I got from the book is that they're protective and patient, but also very aggressive about getting what they want. Mm -hmm. And that is particular with, with my partner, because he, one one of the funniest things about how, (laughs) how we got married is I told him that I was moving to San Diego and he said, and we were dating at this time. And I was like, I don't really know what we're supposed to do at this point because I'm going to go. I have to do this for myself. And he was like, okay, yeah. well, I'll move down there with you, but you have to agree to marry me. And I'm like, but- damn, that's like, we're just, we're just, and I asked him later, I was like, what if I said no? And he's like, well, I still would have moved down there with you. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I got suckered into this. I know. that. I could have just continued dating like I- a normal, reasonable mom. But no, he trapped me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yep. It was it was a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> but it's that's what I, I feel like when the first when I read that, I was like, oh my God. Right. Yeah, because he's a cusp. Mm-hmm. He's a Gemini mm-hmm. cancer. So like, dude, mm-hmm. that's like very much so. Very much that was that. So Cusps they are a whole other episode. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? Right? And oh yeah, yeah, so that's like another thing we should mention about the astrology thing is the cusps because you mm-hmm. are a cusp, you are a Capricorn Sagittarius cusp. On the very cusp day. Yes, you are a yeah. solstice baby. I am. <laughs> so, all kinds of weird things that happen. Twelve twenty one, like it's it's the weirdest. It's a power number. Yeah. 
Meh. It's great. I love it. I, I love all you have so many layers of awesome. Thanks. And it's it's fun to unpack all of that. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. You're like, you say fun, I say a little complicated. I'm like, it's a lot. Like you don't realize how much it like really is, and you're like, wow, I really have done a lot of these things mm-hmm. in my life. And then it makes you kind of feel tired. Oh but then you're like Okay, like it's already done. You don't have to be tired. Yeah, (laughs) it's fine. It'll be good. (laughs) That's good. Um, Okay, so so one of the other things is they often don't prefer to make demands, but expect others to understand their needs, sensitivities, and diverse moods. So that nonverbal communication, I feel like they have a little bit of an expectation of other people to kind of have it too. But then when Mm -hmm. they realize, though, they don't. It like upsets them. A little, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, come on. And it's like, okay, but like communicate. But say it, yeah. Yeah, it's Ooh, okay. I'm excited to see what the crystals are. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to be good. It's good. Uh, one last thing is that they deeply love friendships with like-minded people and meaningful conversations, and they're excellent in nonverbal expression. Mm-hmm. So with Cancer, their stones, whoo, moonstone. Ooh. Which balances moodiness and relieves stomach aches. I actually didn't know Moonstone would do that, but that is that makes a lot of sense. That's yeah, right. I love that. I love that a lot. I'm gonna. I think I might have to look into that a little bit more because that is because mm-hmm. you know Moonstone is a profoundly feminine, like divine feminine type stone. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that makes sense, right? They have a lot of luminescent type stones because the next one is pearl soothes sadness and depression, lessens loneliness, and strengthens bones. Right? I didn't know Pearl did that. I did not know that. I, you know, I learned a lot today. I, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the last one is Peridot, which bolsters optimism, mm-hmm. lends, and lends, lends, as in like lends. I'm lending you my phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lends inner strength and resists emotional instability. What? I love that. Yeah. I love all of it. I'm I'm just in love with the whole thing. Is that how you say that, Peridot? Peridot. Is it why? What? Is it, how is it? I don't know. I just I read it <laughs> Peridot, I think, and I'm not sure if that's how. <laughs> but you know what? I I do have this thing on the show that I oftentimes mispronounce things, and I just yeah, apologize okay. in advance for not saying. I'm like, is that what it is? It's the green stone, right? It is green. Okay, yes. Okay. It's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Colors. Like we're talking about the same. We're, yes. We're, we're doing it. <laughs> uh, colors for cancer, pale colors, cream and white, and then attractions, Pisces, Scorpio, and Aquarius. So they are just pretty much all other water signs. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next mm-hmm. one. Unless you have any, do you no. have? No. You're good. Go ahead. <laughs> is cancer another one of those that you're like, I don't really know a whole lot of cancers? Or are you like, no, I, I know. No, a couple. Yeah. Like a, yeah, like a good couple handfuls, but not people. No, that's not true. I think Tiffany's a cancer. I don't know. I think the one thing that I heard as a kid growing up about cancers is that they were drama. And Ooh. I think the reason why is because they try to figure out the whole situation. Mm. And so what would 
happen is, is when you're in high school, gossip travels. Oh. And so I think that people just were like, oh, you know, they're going and trying to spread the rumor and blah, blah. And it's just like, no, they're trying to figure out what happened so that mm. they can like put all the pieces together. Got it. And just solve the problem. But so like, it, it looks just, like drama, but. Right. But as an adult, I haven't heard a bad thing about cancers. Yeah, me neither. I always hear that they're like the most. Like caring people. Yep. Like, all around pretty much great. Very fluid and loving. Okay, so now we're moving on to Capricorn. Ooh. Yeah, you like Capricorn. I do. So if you are a Capricorn... Capricorn. Show me out. Thank you so much. (laughs) I love you. You're too much. (laughs) Um, Capricorns are born between... December 22nd and January 20th. Mm. Capricorns are very present people. Mm-hmm. They're very logical, invested, and can see, see through fallacy, which I love that, and can be very overstressed. Have, they have a lot of heart. They're independent, super planners. They can be a little bit controlling and can get stunned from Um, acting from their control so I think a lot of times with Capricorns is because they have like I don't want to say a rigid mindset but when it comes to planning if like Mm -hmm. they have something planned out and things change I feel like their flexibility and that can be um, a little bit fraught because they don't they don't know how to like move with the changing of things as easily as some others and so I think having that change can be really tough um it's an earth sign right yes hang on let me double check i'm fairly certain i yes i think that that's correct yes it is it is earth they're they're set in stone you i love that see that's always how see i think about them in the house signs and then i break it down even further into like each individual sign and then from there i'm like okay you know moon sign and i'm like just the tree of breaking it all down i love that it is and i love i i never even made that connection and it makes a whole lot of sense earth yeah is yeah sometimes their earth signs are pretty stubborn because it's so sad and stone things like that um okay so some notes that i took on them is they're very responsible Mm -hmm. and they believe in working and working very hard and also reworking their materials slowly and carefully and they rarely give up. So it's almost like they they like to take their time in their projects because they want it to be exactly the way that they want it to be, which isn't like, like it's funny because when I think of people who are very like meticulous in things, I actually think of Virgos, but with Capricorn, mm-hmm. I feel like they're one of those people that takes a lot of pride in how they do things and working it just the way that makes sense. And it's not a fast pace. Right. Um, and then okay, they rarely give up with anything. Um, yeah. Once they're on their set path, they're like, okay, here we go. Like, this, however long it takes me, like, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're doing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Really they, good yes. And they create their own path. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be very suspicious and wary when things are going too smoothly or when <laughs> things are too easy. 
Do I sound like half of a Capricorn yet? Uh, <laughs> okay. Just a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. wondering. <laughs> like, this isn't supposed to be this easy, right? Like, this seems right. like it uh -huh. might be a little too... Mm. I'm like, this is literally half of my personality. Like, yeah. it's so weird to me, but I love it. <laughs> it is half. Cusp, yeah. cusp girl. <laughs> Um, so oh, they can be very skeptical and can sometimes lack the flexibility needed to change. So we talked about that. Mm -hmm. Generally, they have extensive knowledge and can be brilliant mentors and coaches, but can also come across as dictatorial. So, mm -hmm. you know, very um, controlling, controlling Capricorn. That's the which is like. Yes, controlling a scene is like a really bad thing, but when it comes to like controlling a situation or like being that manager or an EMT or a fireman, like we're really good in those jobs because we have that like persistence, like I'm going to go into this fire and I'm going to save somebody. Yeah. You know I mean? Like it's that determination and like in other situations where we just don't adjust as well, mm. which is the issue with earth signs because we're not flexible. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, this is weird for me to be outside the setting that doesn't make sense to people like me yeah yep and i also feel because um my older sister is a capricorn as well mm -hmm. um and she is really good because she she controls like she has a ho her household and she has her children and she keeps everything in a really beautifully flowing environment but she's like has a schedule with how things get done and she's like she's not super controlling but she controls her environment very very well and i feel like that is a really good example i think the key is to like find somewhere to put your control there it is right but finding people let it take over their whole life and that's not great <laughs> it's not super healthy <laughs> For yeah, anyone. yeah. <laughs> well and i feel like some of it if that hyper controlling aspect is unchecked sometimes it can be a little like in a managerial sense you yeah. know what I mean like there mm -hmm. is an appropriate amount of control and then there's a, a piece of that where you're just like mm, all right like chill out ease up a bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> pump the brakes um okay so they can be very stubborn obviously and mm -hmm. rarely admit that they're wrong yep yep <laughs> so and with capricorns let's see so their stone so funny enough they're also have diamond under their stone uh it raises self-confidence enhances ambition Ooh, falcon's eye Ooh, uh, isn't falcon my spirit animal yeah falcon that's weird it's really funny because you and my little sister have a lot of things in common because hers is an eagle. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought mine was a, I thought mine was an eagle, but then I was like, that, that ain't it. Yeah. That ain't it. That ain't, that ain't it. So then I'm like, it's either a hawk or a falcon. And honestly, they look so similar. It's really hard for me to tell. Right? Yeah. So I'm just I, like, one of these. I think the falcons, I, I know the falcons and hawks, they can like... They're excellent with like retrieval, but I feel like I see more falcons in doing the retrieval. Like almost like, a, I don't yeah. want to say a pet because I don't think mm -hmm. hawks and falcons can be, but they can be trained in a way. Yeah, they're you like know? working pets almost. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. working animals. Um, okay, so falcon's eye augments visionary mm -hmm. power and sparks intuition. Okay, and, have you ever seen a falcon's eye? Sorry. Uh, no. Is it? <laughs> is it? 
Is it anything like a hawk or a... I've never seen one, so I don't know. That's why I'm like, this is interesting. There's a crystal in this book I don't know about. I, I'm the same. I'm like, have you ever seen a falcon's eye? I don't think I'm I've... Like, I've seen tiger's eye. That's yeah. crazy. I've seen hawkeye. Hawkeye, um, hawkeye stone. I'm only in a picture. Huh. But not a falcon's eye. Not a falcon's yeah. eye stone. Nor have I actually looked into a falcon's eye. <laughs> Me either. I hope I don't. I feel like they would just bite my nose off. Yeah, or some other part of my face that I want to keep on my face. <laughs> oh, God. I know. Okay, next stone. Anyway, back on track. Back on track. And we're loop trailing. White sapphire, which combines mm-hmm. discipline with friendliness. I like uh, that. A good, I think that's a really good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Colors for Capricorn, brown and orange. I think yep. I think my sister would disagree with that. I feel like she hates both of those. Well, not hates. She doesn't hate anything, but I don't see her wearing money of the, especially not orange. No. You look good in I, orange, though. Yeah, but I don't like it. <laughs> I look good in yellow too. Because I mean, I won't wear it. Hell no. No, I don't do it. It's not not my thing. As bright and energetic as I am, I like black. Yeah. <laughs> it's very slimming. Yeah, compliments other colors it's very good. probably grounds me it's like all right just if anything can you ground this part <laughs> can we ground it please um and then notables oh i'm sorry attract so attractions for capricorn are taurus scorpio and leo mm-hmm. and notables notable capricorns ava gardner mm-hmm. um sissy spacek Ooh, i don't know any of these people hold on oh denzel washington Ooh. Maggie Smith, mm-hmm. and uh, my sister's going to start squeeing with this one. Possibly you too, J.R.R. Tolkien. Yes, yes. Mary Tyler Moore, Rudyard Kipling, Tracy Ullman. Oh my God, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Henry Matisse, Elizabeth Arden, and Anthony Hopkins. Sir Anthony mm-hmm. Hopkins. Sir Anthony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sir Anthony. Who loves his fava beans with a side of Chianti? Yeah. So gross. Yeah. Oh, it's so nasty. Okay. My friend Jason sends me a meme like that probably once a week because he knows that I hate thinking about it when I put lotion on. Oh. So he just hopes he catches me on like the off chance. Sometimes. You have those people that like to And they just... have to put him in the book. Of course, naturally. Because he's a brilliant actor, but he also has this very notable role <laughs> where I am like, that is the first... Freaked out. Yeah, that's the yeah. first thing that I think of. I don't know. I should be thinking of different things for him, but whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. All right, everybody. So that concludes this part one of the Zodiac discussion with Danielle Fender. If you would like to listen to part two, make sure that you stay tuned the next week for part two of the Zodiac discussion. So if we didn't discuss your Zodiac sign, fear not, it is coming and it will be here on Saturday of next week. So be sure to be listening up for the second part of this amazing discussion with Danielle Fender. And I look forward to talking to y'all again next week. Make sure that you share this episode with people that you love and make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so that you can have all of the newest details and things about episodes and discussions and all the things. 
So in any way, I really hope you guys have a fantastic weekend and I look forward to seeing you in a week and love and light to you all. <laughs> Describe yourself, okay. <laughs> experience I have with that. <laughs> <laughs> Some people do like take little crystal like bits and like they'll grind them up like the dust and stuff and put it in water and ugh. I don't know about that. I mean like tinctures and like Yeah. You know like, like put putting them in water. Them. Yeah. But ugh, that sounds right. kinda crazy. <laughs> I mean we need minerals, right? It's one of our oh, yeah. like, groups. Yeah, totally. I, as you say, I'm here for it. I'm here for, <laughs> I'm here for it. it. I don't know if I'm here for that, but <laughs> that might be that might be a little um little too much here oh. for it. <laughs> okay. If you find yourself interested in receiving an intuitive tarot reading, contact me at 3rdeyelorelei at gmail.com or you can message me on my Instagram at 3rd.eye.with.lorelei or on Facebook at Third Eye with Lorelei Podcast to set up a reading. I can do Zoom or we can meet in person as long as we are wearing those face masks and practicing social distancing just to be safe. As always, love and light to you all, and I look forward to reading you soon.